At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Hour number two of primetime action here on vsanvsan.com. Matt Brown, Jeff Parles, and Kelly Bidlin. Behind the glass with the fist pump. He's trying to. He's That's sweat- two. It's two. He, he, he's sweating a plus one and he, he a half. Thought, he thought he had a double play. I thought he had a double play, too. Yeah, come but. on, Um. What are we doing here? <laughs> I don't know if you know Crone, or not. Crone didn't argue it, though. I know he didn't. I don't know if you know or not. Uh, Marte runs very fast, Kelly. Oh, that, that angle was looks, pretty close. That angle he looks safe. The slow-mo angle, he's safe. He's safe. Yeah, he's safe. It's close, he's safe. but he's safe. Yes, he's safe. He moves swiftly down the line. Why don't you update everybody on some scores out there? Let's do that. Phillies with a one to nothing lead over the Reds. We are in the top of the fourth inning of that game. If you want to hop in live, you got to lay minus 690 with the Phillies. You can take plus 470 with the Reds on the money line. Five and a half, your total. Orioles, two to one lead over the White Sox. Bottom of the third. Orioles minus 190 live. White Sox plus 155. Eight and a half, your live total. Rockies and Mets, still scoreless. Men on first and third, though. Bottom of the third, one out for the Mets. Francisco Lindor up to bat. (laughs) (laughs) Mets minus 650 live. Rockies plus 400, five and a half. Hold on a second, Kelly. We're in a nothing. I I know there's a runner in scoring position. There's only one out. But we are in a nothing-nothing game in the third inning. Yes. And it's minus 615. Yes, I know. 650. 650 now. Even better. I know it closed minus uh, 450, (laughs) but still, that's wild. (laughs) That's wild. Yes. 
Um, and the good job Red Sox. They have tied it up with the Blue Jays. Two apiece, top of the third. Blue Jays minus 160 live. Red Sox plus 130. Ten and a half the total. Oh, boy. What we got? Your completely useless and utterless fun fact, and it might not even be fun, of the day. Please. Andrew Vaughn is the first White Sox player to hit a leadoff home run in their first career start at le- batting leadoff since Jim Morrison on August the 3rd, 1979. So there you have it. I didn't even have fun with that fact. You want to know why? It was just a fact. Because it's not even fu- <laughs> It's like, for one, you, you only lead off for the first time once. Ever so like and, and typically you find a good leadoff hitter and then they stay in the leadoff position for a long time. So it it's like how many? There's not been a whole lot of opportunities, right, for this to have even happened. Really, Ke- Kelly, what just happened in the Met game? Well, Lindor got a hold of where, one. Where Lindor yeah. hit the hit a ground ball that Crone somehow couldn't throw out the uh, yes. the fleet of foot Tomas Nito at the plate on. Well, yeah, I don't know. Oh, he might have had him too. He well, that was as quick as Nito can move. <laughs> Nito might actually be slower than Kelly. Is that. that on the catcher? Like no, the, no, no, no. He couldn't get out of his glove. Oh, there you go. See, that's it. Matt Brown, smarter than both of us. Yeah. Couldn't get out of his glove. Well, that happened to Matt a lot when he was playing baseball. You know, so. couldn't couldn't get out of his glove there, Kelly. So, we move on. One to nothing. If right, you, you have if, your run to grab. I was going to say, if, this is, <laughs> if, if it ends like this, everyone's happy. That's Jeff's right. happy. Kelly's Je- happy. Jeff and I are both happy. Yeah. So here we go. You could lay minus nine twenty on the Mets. Oh now. my gosh! <laughs> Up one nothing, almost minus ten dollars. Which six innings of baseball to play? <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow! Oh, All wow. right, that is. Uh, well, if Alonzo homers here, dude, he goes to like minus eighteen hundred in a three nothing baseball game. What a split! Minus nine thirty five and plus five twenty. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're like, they're like, hey, here's kind of a number. <laughs> here's a number. It's a number. It's a number. It's a number. <laughs> it's only, yeah. what, that's only a dollar fifty more than it was before the game, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, less, less than that. Dollar forty. This plus three seventy, right? This is so great. That's <laughs> so great. We're gonna monitor. I actually kind of hope they get up two to nothing because I need to see what this number is gonna balloon to. I'm going back in if they get up two nothing. Oh, if so I get why like, if I do like ten to one, come on, it's two runs. <sighs> We're, I, you know what? I might join you because <laughs> uh, we missed out on the birds. Yeah, we missed oh, out. Oh boy, there it is. There it is. Oh no, it's gonna be three that, nothing. Carl speaks it into oh, existence. No, but Jeez. it's gonna be three nothing is the problem. Come on, Felder. Uh, uh, they might not have enough zeros to post on this thing like right now. <laughs> just, uh, just so everyone is aware of, what just, aware of what just happened, Pete Alonso just hit one to Laguardia. So it's three. One, no, it's three nothing. One oh six point seven off the bat with just a thirty two degree launch angle. If that lets you know, that was just a missile out of there. The Mets now minus thirty five hundred on the. There you go. Wait a second. Minus thirty five hundred. Wait, wait, wait a second. It is three nothing, and it is minus thirty five hundred. Thirty five hundred. <laughs> You can take a you can take what eleven is, to one with the Rockies. What is Colorado on the run line? What Plus is four the, and a half minus one oh five. You know what? The four and a half is almost almost worth it. There. It, it is almost You're almost worth there. It. You're, it's, You're almost there. It's almost worth it. 
I'm not going to do it. If it's I, almost I, worth it. If I can get more than 11 to 1, I'm going back. <laughs> Give Kelly 13. We dare you. <laughs> Give me 13. I dare you. All you need is Vogelbach to get on right here. Oh, and then wait, you're going to get yeah, the number. You can't do this. Well, what, ha- what happens if, if, uh, if Vogelbach uh, hits a bomb here? They're going to take it off the board. It's just coming off the board. They're like, all right, done. done. All right, we're done with this. What did you say it is now? Minus 3,500? Minus 3,500 on the Mets. That is amazing. In a 3 nothing baseball game Dude. with six innings to go. Oh, man. This is just – listen, when you got DeGrom on the hill, this is the type of numbers you're going you're gonna to get. The algorithm – because that's the other thing we should mention. Like, so, like, the algorithm is taking into account who's on the mound, right? And so, like, the algorithm, all it has is statistics for Jacob DeGrom for the last four seasons, and they're just like, they're, this guy's not giving up any runs. <laughs> well, like, right. And so – By the way, Matt, I, I totally missed this. That was a 3-0 pitch. That Alonzo oh, put in the orbit. swung away on so 3-0. So, give, 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 well, look, any good hitter now in baseball yeah. gets a green light on 3-0. And I'm legitimately looking at the game cast. You cannot throw a fastball more down the middle than Felder just did. He's like, he's not swinging. He's oh, not God, swinging oh, 3-0. God. He swung. Oh, he swung. <laughs> I know it because it just left the bat at 106.7 miles an hour. That's how I know the he rocket. swung. We're getting underway up in uh, – up in uh, Kansas City there, we've got the Packers with the ball. So we are starting out. Looks like they tried to take it out because they're only at the 15-yard line. Is that Jim? Well, he could have a hold, too. But uh, Jordan yeah. Love, back to the uh, the scene of his first start. Yeah. Does his family have better tickets than they did <laughs> to the regular season game? Players to watch they have on here. Taylor Stallworth, Jermaine Carter, Brian Cook. I don't know why we're watching these people. Why are we watching these people? They, it was because T-Mobile sponsored it, and they had to they had to get a they had to put a graphic up. Got to be roster cut yeah, guys, it, right? It's like it's like hey, we, <laughs> we need somewhere to put that sponsor. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like it's like they sponsored players to watch, and they're like, God, we got to come up with three players to watch. How are we going to do this? It's all backups. So anyway, that's what's going on. In about 15 minutes, the Niners and the Texans are going to take the field. If you want to play that one, Niners two and a half point favorites. Actually, 40 and a half is the total. Actually, Matt, it looks like the Kansas City first yeah. team defense is out there. They got it. Because there, there was a Frank Clark sighting there. Yeah, a few guys are out there for sure. I mean, I guess you give the home crowd a little bit. Right? They decide, they came out, so you give them at least a little bit of a look, right? Well, remember, again, because the AFC is the one with the extra road game this year. This is the uh, de facto extra home game now. This Jordan, is the 10th home game. What do you think Jordan Love's going to do? You think but, he's leading him on a – no, no, no! I, oh, I, I can't thought, see the I thought, I thought you. I thought no, you no, had no, no! I can't see. The, I can't see the future. I'm just talking about like we have seen. We've just seen. Uh, put- I, you know what? Jordan Love has looked totally adequate in this preseason. Yeah, and that's I think all you really want if you're Green Bay, especially against a first team offense. Nice little check down. Running back can't make. Well, depends on uh, where the side jet spots it, but I think he didn't get anything there. Three and out. There you go. There you go. Look at that. Good Elite job. defense. There you go. Uh, 8-10 Eastern Twins and Astros. Chris Archer, Luis Garcia, if you want the Astros at home as favorites. Garcia and the Astros going to cost you minus 165. You can get plus 140 on the Twins and Archer on the road as dogs. Eight and a half is your total. A little bit of juice towards the under in that one. No play for me here. No play for me. And... and I just want to say this real quick because of the the, the Minnesota Twins here mm-hmm. and the American League Central, which Cleveland entered today up four games on August the 25th, where, let's face it here, guys, shouldn't we have seen 
the Minnesota Twins collapsing in front of our eyes coming with a franchise that is really, other than two years, 87 and 91, has personified the art of the choke in Major League Baseball, where they are much more, both those teams in the AL Center are so much more talented than this Cleveland team. And it's just a testament to how, A, good Mm -hmm. J-Ram is, Jose Ramirez, might be the most underrated player in baseball, period. And how those young guys, Jimenez and Rosario, have played so well this year in Cleveland. But for Minnesota to basically go from leading this division the whole year to, oh, this is done. They're done. I don't care that it's only four. And if they win tonight, three. They're done. They're not coming back. They don't have a mental fortitude for that, Matt. I, I I look at this. We talked about a little bit this a uh, little bit about this last night with the West. Like if you look at this Guardians team, and I guess it's one of those deals where, from a from a lineup perspective, hitting, I understand maybe you're not just completely blown away as you mentioned. Pitching, I mean, look, though. look, Jose Ramirez has been fantastic yet again. He's awesome. You mentioned what they're getting from Rosario, what they're getting from Jimenez. And then you look and you say, okay, Stephen Kwan is kind of playing good again mm-hmm. he, like he was at the beginning of the season. This Oscar Gonzalez that they have that they have uh, another, another young another young guy that they felt so confident about. They DFA'd Fran Moraes. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they were just like, okay, Gonzalez, is, is, his job's his. So you start to look around and you're like, okay, you mix all those guys together with you have a front-line starter. You have Shane Bieber. You've got a front-line starter. And, and and not only that, they have the best closer in the American League as well. So McKenzie and Quantrill have looked pretty Quant- good of Quantrill late. pitched very well yesterday in San Diego. But, look, they are a team in a short series. Mm-hmm. If they don't have to ex- if they don't have to utilize too much energy in a in a in a three-game wild card Ooh, series, I agree. Could be hard. I still expect Yankees or Houston mm-hmm. to beat them. But it could be a little bit harder than you would anticipate. You don't want to be you don't want to see Shane Bieber, that's for sure. NFC West a Division of Day coming up next. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Primetime action here on VEASAN. Matt, Jeff, and Kelly. Kelly, you have a live bet that you just made. I don't know why you did this to yourself. I do. Because he loves the pain. <laughs> he loves it. Yep. 15 to 1? Yep, 15 to 1. What is it now? Oh, I don't even know. I don't even want to know. I don't know. Much. All I'm going to tell you. DeGrom's is, just, just all, mowing down these guys. Well, I, it's 12 to 1 at DraftKings, but I got a 15 to 1 here in town. Okay, all I will say, Matt, is it is unfair to put anyone on no hit or perfect game watch after four. But Colorado... There's been exactly one hard-hit ball so far in this game. I was going to say, there hasn't been much that's even been close. Yeah, yeah, there's been one hard-hit ball. He's seven strikeouts through 12. The Mets already have a lead at 3 nothing, And we got a low pitch count It's at 50 four. through 4. He's, yeah, it, it really I mean, is just more of a question of, will the Mets allow Jacob DeGrom to pitch more than well, seven innings? We saw the Astros pull Verlander after seven perfect. Ker- Kershaw got pulled yeah. earlier this year in that game in Minnesota. Uh, that... Could end up being the question. Again, it's a baseball game. The last time I said something like this, Kyle Gibson legitimately mm-hmm. lost his perfect game in the next batter on a hit-by-pitch. But it, we are talking about a scenario where, again, DeGrom was a minus 460, 475 favorite tonight, Matt. This is, I mean, listen, and here's the deal. He's proving that it was right. That's the thing. <laughs> he's proven the number is, was right. You are true. You, you are know, right. He's proven the numbers right. He's like, yeah, they're not even going to put it in play. So uh, it's pretty easy to bet on me when they're not going to put it in play. We've been doing a division today here on the program as we count down towards NFL season. We've run through these teams individually, but give you a kind of just a macro look at the divisions in general. So head over to the NFC West. And with the NFC West, we got the Rams and the Niners and the Cardinals and the Seahawks. With that, the Rams are your favorite, plus 130 to win the division. The Niners, plus 150. Four to one on the Cardinals and 20 to one on the Seahawks. It's missing a zero, in my opinion. But uh, <laughs> 20 to one on the Seahawks to win the division. Ten and a half win total on the Rams, 10 on the Niners, eight and a half on the Cardinals, and five and a half on the Seahawks. So let's let's roll back here to just the price to win the division, Jeff. Mm -hmm. Plus 130, plus 150. So we have two short shots in the Rams and Niners. Four to one on the Cardinals as kind of that third, obvious third team, I think, but maybe not as obvious. What if Trey Lance isn't good? I mean, if Trey Lance isn't good, 
then you know maybe the Cardinals aren't that far away from from the Niners. And then the obvious fourth place being the Seahawks because again we we think they could be one of the worst teams in in all the NFL. If you look at these numbers, do they seem fair? Does anything seem off? Is there anything that if someone wanted to get in today, you might bet? What are you looking at here? So let's let's just look at the division odds first here, man, as mm-hmm. you said. You need your head examined if you bet Seattle, for one. Yes. Again, there needs to be an extra zero. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I I would rather see an eight. I, I think an eight <laughs> at the front of that instead yeah. of, like an eight an eighty to one instead of a twenty yeah. to one would make more sense. But their NFC odds, you slide it over to the NFC West. Arizona, we we kind of forget because of how horrible it ended last mm-hmm. year. Arizona was one home win against Seattle away from winning the the NFC West last year, which would have changed the course of NFL history. Period. Would have changed the course of it. Uh, instead, of course, we got what we got. Yeah. I am not buying the Cardinals for two reasons. One, their coach is still not a good NFL head coach. In Cliff Kingsbury, we have seen his team start off hot. The league adjusts to him. He can't adjust to the league. And that is that. I know part of that has been that Kyler Murray's gotten hurt the last two years and has never been the same post-injury as he was pre-injury. But Arizona, I don't trust. So this is a two-horse race. I think even with the concerns for the Rams' schedule and for Matthew Stafford's elbow injury, which we really know nothing about still, Matt, the Rams would be should be the favorites, and I think they should be shorter than they are because of the unknown factor of what Trey Lance is. Trey Lance could be great and prove me to be wrong, mm-hmm. or Trey Lance could be terrible, and then all of a sudden we're talking about, oh, my goodness, Arizona might finish second yeah. in this division to make the playoffs instead of the Niners. I have a little bit of liability on the Niners in a different fashion. I took Trey Lance in the MVP market, and I also took Shanahan in the Coach of the Year What number did you get on Lance? Lance, 60 to 1. Okay, well, that's that's a good bet Yeah, because he's at 20 to 1, 25 Mm -hmm. to 1, 30 to 1 right now. I have no problem with that. And and then Shanahan in the Coach of the Year market, because I look at it like this, where they could – what if the Rams are just really good again? And and but the Niners could be you know a top. It, it's not out of the realm of possibility in a in an NFC where we all think is far inferior to the AFC, where the Niners could be the third best team in the entire division. I mean, in the entire conference, and still finish second in the division because the Rams are the best team in the division I mean, in the conference. So it's like for me. I, I think that there's an interesting way that you can kind of like play this Niners team without having to pay the 150 for them to win the division. Now, if we move over just a little bit, and I don't think this is the way to play them either, but to make the playoffs, yes on the Rams minus 250, no is two to one. Yes on the Niners is minus 225. I don't know about that. The no plus 175. The yes on the Cardinals plus 125. The no is minus 150. And then the Seahawks, yes, is 5-1. to one. The no is, is minus 650. But to what you just brought up about the Niners, where it's like, you know, there is a lot of unknowns still about this team. And I guess there's always – one thing we're not bringing up here, guys, because we're just assuming something is going to happen. But, I mean, I think we're to the point now where it's probably not. I guess it is not out of the range of possibilities if Trey Lance is bad through the first five weeks of the season – that they could go back to Garoppolo. Yeah. It's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, every day that goes on, it oh, makes it man. more and more less out of the realm of possibility. Oh, man. But, I yeah, mean, but, but you can't. 
Because we've, I, I think we hadn't brought this up, Jeff, because like we have just been so programmed to think he's going to get moved. And so he was just this afterthought of like, it's, he's not even part of the team anymore. We're, we're two weeks away from the season starting. He ain't going anywhere unless a big name quarterback on a contender goes down and then get desperate and have to make a move for a quarterback. Because at this point, if he hadn't already been moved, everybody's made their quarterback decisions. And like, I'm, with, I'm with you. What if the, I mean, this team, we know this team around Lance is pretty good. And yes. what if what if he's the only thing holding them back in the coach's eyes? Like, he, you have to be able to make that change. Yeah, here's the big issue, though. Okay. And we're I don't want to play sports psychologist here, but yeah. I'm going to have to. Because let's say Trey Lance, I, I wouldn't think they would make a move after five weeks. I think it would have to be a whole two months. And they, despite mediocre player, like three and five. Mm-hmm. Because they have two, they have, they're almost a touchdown dog, or touchdown favorite on the road at Chicago. And they're going to be north of seven at home against yeah. Seattle. They should start 2-0 and regardless of what Trey Lance does. And they have games against, look at that. Those first eight weeks, they have four games where they are significantly better than their opponent. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Carolina, Atlanta, the other two. Even if they don't come out four and four. Four and four should be worst-case scenario. Yeah. yeah. If they don't you, come out four and four, then then I think there will at least be some people come the bye week in week nine going, hey, would we be better off? Well, you then you have the bye week in week mm-hmm. nine. But, again, we have seen so many times with young quarterbacks that have been taken out after mediocre and bad performance that have imploded. So I that is my lone concern with that. But again, Jimmy Garoppolo is still on this roster, as you say, mm-hmm. two weeks before the season starts. Yeah, which none of us anticipated would happen. No, none not, of us, not at all. And that's that's the thing where I kind of look at this and I say, man, at this point, everybody's figured out who their quarterbacks are. I mean, like it's he's not going. It would take it would take a big name quarterback going down on a contender. For for him to move teams, I think at this point. Yeah, so I just wrote I just wrote down my my uh, wrote down for myself a a Forty ers note right now, and it, it will be the Matt simply because we are as high, or at least I am, but I think you kind of are too high on as many other NFC teams, some mm-hmm. other NFC teams. I think there's almost correlated bet for us as a no on the 49ers playoff, playoffs, especially at a price that I think is pretty juicy at plus 175. What I just wrote down a note for myself is check that again after week two. And you might, you might be getting a real nice number there. I get it over two to one at that point. I, that's a bet I'm probably adding to my portfolio. Yeah, I have the – I put a deal in mine after week six to check their in-season win total. Because like uh, like four of their first six games, they should be four and two at worst. Yeah, yeah. should be four and two at worst. And if that win total has ballooned up to twelve or something, then that's I'm going to come in on the other side. Because look, then it gets a little bit different. Chiefs, Rams, Chargers, Cardinals, Saints, Bucks, Raiders, Cardinals again, all in that second half. Yeah, look, the 49ers are the most complicated team for me in the entire mm-hmm. league because of the uncertainty and the unknown of what Trey Lance is. If you told me that they started the season 7-1 and one and were the number one seed at their bye week right. in the NFC, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. If you told me they're 4-4 four and four and Lance is floundering around and they only won four games because they play four of the seven worst teams in the mm-hmm. NFL the first six weeks, that wouldn't shock me either. Their range... And because that second half schedule does get more difficult, their range is as wide as anyone to me. They could win the Super Bowl or they could end up seven and ten. Neither yeah. would shock me. Yeah, I, I'm I, I'm with you. I think that there is a it's one of those teams that is and we can't say this about a ton of them, 
but the ceiling is exceptionally high with a floor that is exceptionally low. So it's, it's lower. That, yeah, that, that, that's that's pretty interesting. We'll continue on here with the NFC West on the other side. The VEASAN Pro Football Guide is out now. This year's guide's packed to Super Bowl and playoff predictions. We got win total best bets. We got rookie quarterback bets. We got all of that. A bookmaker breakdown on what futures the public and respected bettors are making. And remember, there's only one way and one way only to get this thing, and that is become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. Sign up for our discounted football special. Get all-access to everything we do from now to the Super Bowl for $175 American dollars or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all the options and to become a part of the Sports Betting Network. As always, drink responsibly. We are, we're on the board in Kansas City. Chad Henney leads the Chiefs on a really, really long two-yard drive. They kick a field goal. How did they get it? Wait, wait, why was it? Oh, oh I, I thought you were going to say two-yard touchdown drive, and I was like, what, what happened there? No, no, no. It was, it was, uh, it was like... They ran like three plays and then kicked a field goal. But yeah. Preseason. Butker good from 44 yards. They're up. So it's not an extra point. He's the best kicker ever. If it's a long, it's not an extra point. We have first and goal for the Texans. If you're following that one. Uh, that would be uh that would be a Damian Pierce mania so far. Davis Mills is two for oh. three for 29 yards. He is at least the second best quarterback hey, that playing. Tonight. Yeah. He's at least the second best quarterback playing tonight. <laughs> By the way, did you? I, I just needed to look this up. Chad Henney, up to thirty-seven years old. He been yeah, around. That, a that while. makes sense. Chad Henney was on the Michigan team that lost to App State. It is that a makes while. sense. I just saw on the screen. Chad Henney has sixty professional touchdown passes. Do you know the only problem? He has 63, <laughs> sixty-three interceptions. interceptions. <laughs> but that's all right. That's all right. He's hung around long enough to have 60, 60 touchdown passes. I need one hit, Colorado. Come on. Give it to him. Sorry. Fifth inning overreaction. Brian's not, not really. Just a little flare. Just need a little flare. You just need a flare right now. By the way, Ronald Jones is having to play in the preseason. Like legitimately is, fighting he, for a roster he is, spot. He is on the roster bubble. It's him and him versus Pacheco, right? Yeah, he is. He is. He is on the roster bubble apparently, yeah. which I thought was was fairly interesting. What a what a total waste of talent that guy's ended up being. <laughs> guy was so so good in college. He really he really was. Not to uh, not to gloss over the Super Bowl odds or the divi- or the conference odds for all of these teams. The Rams plus five fifty to win the NFC. The Niners plus seven fifty to win the NFC. 20 to 1 on the Cardinals and 80 to 1 on the Seahawks. From a Super Bowl perspective, 12 to 1 on the Rams, 16 to 1 on the Niners, 40 to 1 on the Cardinals, and then a a completely underpriced 150 to 1. That should be 1,500 to 1, but 150 to 1 on the Seahawks to win the whole thing. We spent a lot of time talking about the Niners. I think rightfully so because I think it's one of the more polarizing teams as far as this, not just this division, not just this conference, just in the NFL as a whole, because there are some people who are very, very bullish on this team, which is odd because you don't see a lot of times people being super bullish on a team with, and I use air quotes. I know he's not a rookie, but basically a rookie quarterback, very, very, very little experience for a, for, for Trey Lance. Yet I have people, I've seen predictions that had the 49ers winning the NFC. I have predictions of people thinking that this is a super bowl quality, super bowl talent team. 
And again, it's just you don't see that a lot of times with someone that, with a with a quarterback with so little experience. It's again, it's all it all depends on Lance, as you said. Look at the rest of the roster. They have a great defense still. Mm-hmm. They have the most, I would say now, the most unique skill position player in the whole league. If he's willing to take carry still yeah. in Debo Samuel. You have a top three tight end in George Kittle. Oh, and by the way, if you don't decide to, uh, to play Debo at running back, you still have a pretty darn good stable of running backs back there. So every piece that's necessary for the Niners to go to the Super Bowl again for the second time in four years is there. It's just a matter of his Trey Lance ready to get them there. And that's why, again, Matt, I have no problem if someone walked in here and said, you know what, my favorite bet this year is 49ers under 10 wins because I don't know if Trey Lance is going to be good. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have anyone if, – and if, the, if, if a second person walked in and said, you know what, I love the Niners to win the NFC – at eight to one or nine to one. You can't hate on either. I have no problem with that. That's what makes this team, for me, the hardest team to handicap going into the season. And that's what's going to make watching their games very fun over the first eight weeks. Because evaluating Trey Lance and seeing what he is is going to really tell the tale for if they're worthy of doing what you said and betting them under, mm-hmm. like, let's say when their win total gets up to 11 and a half, 12, if they start four and two, betting them under. Or if it's like, hmm. Okay, these odds haven't shortened as much as you would think in an NFC market or a Super Bowl market. Maybe we go there. I uh, I did play an under. Uh, it's the only I think it's the only. Well, I actually ended up playing the Thielen over seven fifty after and a half after we talked about that, Kelly. Oh, so, did you? So I played the I played the Thielen over seven fifty and a half. Um, I forgot about that last night. Yeah. yeah, so I played the Thielen over 750 Yardage, and a half. right? Yeah, receiving. It's one of those things where, look, even I understand he's missed some games here and there or whatever, but if he misses two games, so, I mean, even if he only plays 15 games, he's got to average 51 yards a game. I right. mean, it's in an offense that I think with the two Rams, you know, with the, with the two Rams guys coming over, I, I think that, you know, look, if he can't get 50, if he can't average 51 yards a game over 15 games, then this team isn't doing what I think he's going to do anyway. So I'll just be completely wrong about this team. I, and like, the other thing, like, you know, I brought up a couple times last night, Matt, but it's the, it's also just the options that Minnesota has, right? Yeah. It's okay. We know they like to run the ball. They've got a great duo of running backs. But when you look at the, the receivers, we've now seen it for the past couple of years where it's, they're all, most of the most of the targets are going to Jefferson or Thielen. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of other options there. So the thing that I did, um, I actually bet the under on Debo receiving and rushing combined at 1350. And the reason I did that is because I don't think – I don't care that they put this stipulation in his contract that he's going to get bonus money for running the ball. Like, you have now invested that much money in this guy to be a receiver. You have a very deep running back room as it is right now. I understand the Niners have been had horrible injury luck when it comes to running backs over the last few seasons. But, I mean, we can't, we can't just assume injury, right? I mean, you have a very deep – running back room as well. And so with that, I don't think he's going to run the ball very much. And then so with that, you're asking him to get 1,351 yards receiving, in my opinion. He, he'll have a few rushes. I mean, whatever. Let's let, let's say I'm asking him to get 1,275 um, receiving yards. I think Trey Lance is going to run the ball a lot more. I think that George Kittle is going to become a safety blanket for uh, an inexperienced quarterback. I think that Brandon Ayuk, by the way, and again, we can't, we cannot, 
he could definitely get hurt again. That being said, Brandon Ayuk has not played 70% of snaps for this team since he's been on the team. Are we assuming that he's going to do that, though? Well, I'm, this is, I'm, I'm, giving you the, I'm giving you the rationale for the bet, right? Of course. And the, the rationale for the bet being that I don't think Debo's going to run, run near as much after they've invested all this money in him. They have the running backs. They don't really need to do that. Two, you have George Kittle, who's going to be a security blanket. You have a running quarterback who is going to opt to pull the ball down and take off sometimes, you know, and like uh, maybe even some design runs and different things like that. A lot more, obviously, the, well, you, you, you couldn't have that with Jimmy G at all. And then also, Brandon Ayuk just hasn't been out on the field for, you know, a full complement of, of snaps over the, over the last couple of years either. And so having him out there, I believe, takes away a, a decent amount of targets from Debo. So I actually played the under on Debo, and I'm not – really hating on it, to be perfectly honest. I mean, we've even seen Danny Gray get a lot of looks here at the receiver position. I think he's going to end up being that guy that ends up taking three targets a game, you know, maybe four targets a game because he's just going to be that field stretcher type guy. And that's still three or four targets a game that aren't going Debo's way, you know? And so that's kind of the rationale behind all that with Debo. I feel, I still think he's a huge, I mean, an incredible player, dynamic player, all the different things like that. But you know, there's a lot of mouths to feed there. No, I and I mean, again, they're well set up. They're deep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just they drafted Ty Davis Price in the third round as yeah. it is anyway to add to that running back room. Look, they're 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 good. They're again, every piece that's needed for Trey Lance to mm. succeed is there. Yeah. And I understand why you went under on that, even though uh, that you, you have a little more fortitude than I would on mm. asking Debo again. Debo has been injury prone at times in his career. Could get hurt again and. You could, um, in mm. in a way you don't want, could get to your winner. But uh, look, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, the, the rest of this division, because we've really gotten caught yeah. up on Seahawks are terrible. We don't well, have well, to tell you that. Well, I I, I just want to look at at Arizona real quick mm. here for for a minute here before we uh, do a little bit more on them a little bit later. The big question, more than Kingsbury, is because Kyler Murray finally got the big contract he was looking mm. for. Can we finally have a year? Where Kyler Murray either A, doesn't get hurt, which I think Kyler, the way Kyler Murray's built, it's going to be very hard for him to ever end way he plays, very hard for him not to at least get banged up during a season, maybe miss a game every single year. But can we see him post-injury recapture what he was pre-injury? Because this is two years running now where Murray's gotten hurt and has been a shell of himself post-injury. Can we finally get that? And especially with looking at that schedule, week 10 and beyond, yikes. For Arizona, it is extraordinarily difficult. We continue on with the NFC West after we're going to talk. We'll, we'll talk a little bit of Seahawks. We'll talk a little bit of Cardinals. We'll talk a little bit of Rams. Then we'll move into the player props. See if there's anything in that market outside of the Debo bet that piques our interest. It is primetime action here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Draft like no other wine like no other. Play free during the PGA Tour with Mayomi. Dare to play unrivaled golf series. Enter five free contests to take your shot and share twenty-five thousand in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com/slash/Miomi now to join in on the action. Miomi flavor forward. Twenty-one and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. As always, drink responsibly. I have a feeling this read is old. Um, let's, uh, let's. Golf season's over. <laughs> it's, it's golf's over. I don't. I don't think you. Can you play are anymore. you a big, are you a big wine guy, Matt? Yes, I love wine. Yes, yes. I'm. A, I am a big wine guy. Okay. Yes. I'm. A, I'm a huge wine guy. Actually. Yes. Kelly and I have shared a bottle of wine before. Yeah, a couple. Couple or eight. <laughs> yeah, a couple or eight. Yeah, <laughs> couple or eight. You know, maybe after maybe when we walk out of the studio today, we're you know you never we'll, know. Yeah, we'll just go. We'll go get one uh, poured for us. You know, we'll we'll get that done. So. Before we get into the player props here, I don't want to just gloss over the Rams. My biggest thing with the Rams is is I just can't really pull the trigger on any sort of season bet, team bet, anything with this team or have a solid opinion until I know 100% for sure come week one, Matthew Stafford's going to be out on the field and playing. So for me, it's just a very big question mark for me with this team. I actually bet the Bills minus two right out here at the sports book over here. Me and Kelly moved the line. Yeah, we did. Me and Kelly moved the line. 
<laughs> on that one. That, that was the best. Matt looking at me. How much did you bet on that? Way to go. I'm like, Way I know how go, much guys. I, I'm like, because I know how much I bet, and that's like not a line moving, you know, amount of money to to do anything. They just like they, they just think we're smart. They, res- they respect. Uh, I have a feeling they looked at their screen at whatever what everybody else had the number at, and they're like, meh, okay, we <laughs> we took a bet to make us notice it, and yeah, we're a half a point off. We'll just we'll just move it. So uh, got it at two. It immediately moved to two and a half, Jeff. Immediately. They looked over here and they said, hold on, that brown guy is on that? We got to move this line. We got to get this off. We got to move this a half point to another to another number. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what happened. That Matt Brown guy. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Matt Brown, obviously. Yes. I think everyone knew what we were talking about. Uh, so if you, look at this, if you look at the schedule, I mean, again, Bill's – I don't know if you're if I have no idea if you're the Rams if Stafford is if he's let's say he's eighty percent or eighty five percent or even ninety percent and you look at this Bills games is going to be a coin toss at best anyway mm-hmm. if you don't just if you don't just hold him out and then even if you lose it's kind of like a almost like a built in excuse and then you come back rip roaring ready to go with the Falcons in week two. Um, wouldn't surprise me if that was if that was the case. If he wasn't, you know, completely a hundred percent. If they say, "Yeah, we're going to hold him out till week two, we're not going to put him out there." That Bills defense is very good. Bills defense is going to cause a lot of disruption. So, uh, you know, wouldn't surprise me. But it's just there's too many question marks right now for me at the quarterback position for this Rams team for me to have a solid opinion one way or the other. I guess the only thing I could do would say, you know, I would blindly bet the under strictly because of that. I, you know. The Rams, I have a horse, assuming everyone stays healthy, and Adam Burke mm. did bring up they've had tremendous injury luck the last mm. few years. And in the NFL, that's very hard to sustain just because of the nature of the sport, yeah. obviously. But if Stafford's elbow injury is not significant, okay? And he can play through and he can be effective. Mm-hmm. I have a very hard time seeing the Rams going worse than 11 and 6. Mm-hmm. Because that, even though they're stars and scrubs, the way their roster is built, their guys are, again, the best defensive player on planet Earth in Aaron Donald. You're the best corner in the NFL in Jalen Ramsey. You're the best wide receiver in the league in Cooper Cup. You have a still a good offensive line, even though it's a little bit different than it was a year ago. You improved on your number two wide receiver in Allen Robinson, Robinson over, I know Beckham played well yeah. by the end, but Odell and Robert Woods. They're, it's much better with Allen Robinson there. But it, I know, and their schedule is difficult, but this team is just so good. And to me, worst case scenario for them, unless their Stafford's injury is significant, he's ineffective, is 11 and 6. So that is very tough for me to go either. The, the bet, I don't want to bet it over, even though it's 10 and a half, mm-hmm. because of the Stafford injury. But they're they're the best team in the, NF, in the NFC West. And man, in all honesty, if they stay healthy and Stafford's injury is not a big deal, they're the best team in the NFC for the second straight year when it's all said and done. Yeah, that is that that is interesting. I I think it you know for me I'm a little bit less bullish on this team. Second toughest schedule in all the NFL mm-hmm. heading into 2022. Of course, you got that Bills game in Week One, but I want to point out kind of that middle stretch right there where you go at New Orleans, at Kansas City, in in Week Twelve. So that's Week Eleven with the Saints at Kansas City in Week Twelve. Come back around in week 15 to go at the Packers, and then I know it's the same city, but, you know, the the, the Chargers there in week 17. Neutral site game. Yes. Uh, Chargers there in week 17. What if the Raiders are better like we think? Broncos. What if the Broncos? Against the Broncos. It is, 
it is a really, really tough, tough, tough schedule. And I think that this team could still be really good and still lose a lot of games. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm, I'm not as high on this team as we were last year, yeah. Matt. And I think it's uh, – uh, look, I think there's a lot of other teams. The NFC, to me, is so up for grabs that I, I don't open. even know where this is going to be coming from. The, the one thing I didn't want to bring up um, – because I think there's been some confusion over this today. You guys might have seen that video of Aaron Donald uh, in practice today. Uh, the Rams Bengals with their co-practice. Uh, Aaron Donald swinging a helmet in a fight. One thing to to understand about that, the NFL will not take any disciplinary actions on that. That is left up to the teams themselves when they do these joint practices. So it, I've seen a lot of people kind of comparing uh, that to what we've seen in years past with some of these fights uh, during games. Uh, no no word on what could happen with Aaron Donald yet, but yes, it did happen today. But no, the NFL will not be taking action as far as discipline, uh, disciplinary action. Then the only other bet I have, again, I, I have the alt under on the Seahawks. Uh, the alt under being under five and on the board. Kelly got one. The Rockies. This Degrom guy sucks. <laughs> All right, so you need one more. Yeah, I need one one more lucky solo home run. You need one more. Okay. Hey, but we got a sweat now. That's fun. Good job, Ryan McMahon. Yes, it wasn't a sweat. Hey, he said the name right. It wasn't a sweat. McMahon. And now it's a sweat. That's all that matters. Don't ask me what position he plays. I don't have a sweat. Our birds. Somewhere on the infield, Kelly. Just guess somewhere on the infield. Our birds are still. Our birds are still winning up there. I don't know what happened to Chris Bryant. I think he's still on. Yeah, he's just he's spent about three quarters of the season. What a disaster that's been. Yeah. And on the Seahawks, like I said, I have the I have the alt under on them. If we look at these player props, though, this one's interesting with Stafford. 4,500 yards. If he were to only play 15 games, okay? The math is very easy at home. You can do this in your car. I don't even need to tell you. If he only plays 15 games, he's got to average 300 yards a game. Yeah. Like, this is an under all day long. Like, I mean, an uh, easy under for me on Stafford at 4,500 yards because we are talking about, yeah, we are talking about, it is a very, I mean, it's a very likely scenario that he ends up just the quarterback position in general, guys get nicked up. Like, well, I mean, it just, and, it just happens. And we know he has issues coming into the season. Yeah. So what'd you say? 15 games. If he yeah, played I mean, 15 games, he would have to average 300 yards a game to hit this number. And I'm going to say, like, it's minus 300 that he doesn't play 15 games. And the other thing about that is even if he does, the having to average 1,500, having to average uh, 300 yards a game is that they're going to be winning some of these games pretty handily. And so you yeah. just quit passing the ball, right? I mean, like, some of these games they're going to be winning and you just you just run the clock out, right? I mean, just that's just the natural progression of – of football, so uh, look, that was the one that jumped off the page to me. Huge, Jeff. I mean, huge. The the forty five hundred was under on Stafford. See, big number. I, I again, we're I, I base all mine off of how many passes do I think a guy's going to throw in the season now? Last year, Stafford threw six hundred and one passes, four thousand eight hundred eighty six yards. The year before, Stafford in a sixteen game season threw only five hundred and twenty eight. Now, yes, I know that was. In Detroit, with a very different coaching staff mm -hmm. than what he has now in L.A., and he only threw for 4,084. So I, I'm kind of in the camp of Kelly that I don't think – I think Stafford probably playing 
15, 16 games, he misses at least one, it's going to be really difficult for him to get over 4,500 yeah. yards. Unless, the only thing that I will say is if Cooper Cup has such a massive year yards after the catch, you could be talking about that could be mm-hmm. that could tilt it. That is that that is one thing that could tilt things here. And that would, but that would be about it for me. I, I just can't. Yeah, I, I, it's an under for me. If that was available here, it's not. I trust me. I looked. Yeah, <laughs> I looked. It's not available here. Um, maybe maybe if I end up, I, I need to drive. Matt, Matt, of the, of yeah. all the player props that we've talked about so far, I, I think that's the best the best breakdown and the best bet we've even of all the ones that we've hit on. Yeah. I mean, that's a ridiculous yeah. amount of yardage to expect from that guy. Yeah. Well, given the situation that we know, right? right. And, and, if it, and if it's a good team, inherently it works against that because you you don't have to pass as much, right? I mean, Touchdown, like you, Chiefs. Touchdown, Chiefs. we got a game. Nine to seven extra point pending. So that's where we're going to be in that one. Our number three and Frank Schwab on when we come back here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.